welcome to Revival Recap. As you can tell, I am here with both Joaquin and Renee Evans because we had a little bit of a different weekend. <laughs> it has been interesting here in Texas <laughs> for the last... It sure has. Definitely for a year, but the last few weeks it's just been wild. And yeah. so we had crazy snowstorms, yeah. ice, freezing cold temperatures. So we yeah. didn't have normal church. Church was in this room. Yeah. Right here, we did a little live stream video. If you haven't seen that, check it out. But that's what we're recapping today. And you guys both spoke. It was like a mini yeah. message from both of you. Yeah. yeah. Which was fun. Which was fun. I know I was watching and like, oh, Renee's going to be done in a minute. But there's still like a half an hour <laughs> left or something. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> um, but so we didn't have normal church and we are going to talk about the message. Uh, Renee started talking about fellowship, community, yeah. some of the stuff we saw. Uh, one of the things that happened was there was a semi stuck on the road mm -hmm. since 3 a.m. for hours and hours and hours. And Chad from our community has a huge <laughs> diesel truck, four-wheel drive, hooked the semi up to his truck and pulled it out. <laughs> and then HEB wrote him and said, thank you so much. Our, oh, our truck, awesome. or maybe it was the wife. It, I think was, it was the wife. The of wife the, of the driver. Of the driver yeah. of the oh. truck said he wouldn't have made it home if it wasn't for you. You, you got him out. Like he'd been trapped in his truck on a corner in the ice for. I feel like hours. Chad was just <clears throat> in his element that yes. whole week. He was yeah, like, "This his, is amazing." <laughs> get his truck out yeah. and go help people. <laughs> yeah, totally. I just, I just saw something that 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 video has had like a hundred. 104,000 wow. views really? or something. Wow. Yeah, things wow. gone viral. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Chad, I love it. Yeah, I'm sure it would be sweet if HEB posted it too. Like, look, yeah, free groceries for free a year. Free groceries oh. for a year. Uh -huh. I don't know if you guys heard that. HEB, if you're watching. Yeah, but did you hear what they did? There was a HEB, people had waited in line for hours to get their food, and oh, then yeah. the power cut off. Yeah. And HEB could not ring anybody up, and they just said, you know what? Take all the food for free, go. And everyone got to walk yeah. out. It yeah. was a well it done, was a rough H -E -B. week. They're an amazing yeah, well, company. Yeah. 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 It was rough, but it was also, we got to see some beautiful stuff with Chad, with HEB, with things like that happening. And then, Renee, you just talked about community yeah. and what that really is and what fellowship actually is from the Bible. I, yeah. I loved the just the definitions you, the definition you expounded on for us. Yeah. Um, one of the things you said though was the purification of, of a community when there's trials like this. Yeah. When there's challenges, when there's even persecution. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know, I love that. Yeah. The whole, this is the kind of stuff where we, we see the power of our community and and it purifies us and it cements us together yeah yeah Would i you love share it a little more on that <clears throat> i mean obviously like seth was touching on we saw community in its element this past week here in texas and um, not just our church community but communities all over the city helping one another out and we we're part of a facebook community in our neighborhood where we live and people were just like giving each other water and making sure people, you know, had food and just helping and being community. Yeah. And I was just processing with the Lord. I'm like, 
in trials and challenges is really when the church shines, I believe, and when she's at her most glorious is when she is serving the people around her, the city around her, wherever that church is planted, you know, if they're serving that community, the church is just in its element. Um, and then I just was thinking, you know, well, what's the difference between these Facebook communities who are helping one another and the church who's helping one another? And there's yeah. got to be something more than just community, yeah. you know, because we, I think we throw that word around a lot. Like it's a desire of every church to have healthy community. Yeah. But what is like community within the church really look like and what makes that different than communities that you can find on Facebook or in your neighborhood? And, and it's this fellowship um, idea and this word fellowship that I was kind of looking into and it's koinonia in the Greek and yeah. uh, it means unity, it means um, partnership, participation. Um, but in order for all of those things to thrive, the Strong's Bible Dictionary um, says that it's like a cementing agent between believers um, that happens with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And wow. so in communities, in churches where the Holy Spirit is known, um, then he creates this element of cementing that community together. And it's like, well, communities in the world on Facebook and neighborhoods, they don't have that cement aspect. They've yeah. got the, hey, we, we like each other because we're gathering around a common denominator. We either live in the same neighborhood, yeah. we have the same hobby or whatever <laughs> it might be. But, you know, the great thing about the church is like, there is so much diversity and we're yeah. not gathering around a hobby and we're not gathering around a location. We're gathering around a person and we're gathering around the Holy Spirit. And as we do that, it makes our community even stronger because cement, it's not yeah. easily shaken, you know? And when trials and persecution and all that kind of stuff, challenges come, we as the church withstand and should withstand the test of time. Yeah. Um, because the Holy Spirit is that cementing agent in yeah. us that even though we have you know, so many differences, we come together over that one common thread that can't be broken easily. Yeah. You know? I, I loved, I, I was, when I was listening, like both of your messages really went so well together. Like you're saying the cementing, you can't be shaken, this community that can't, doesn't come apart, doesn't crumble. And then Joaquin comes up and talks about Psalm 91 yeah. and, and that secret place, that mm -hmm. being hidden. But there's this verse, um, and you talk about tabernacle, like the, it's almost like a tabernacle. You go into the tent mm -hmm. with God and it makes you unshakable when everything else is shaken. So to right. me, this, the two mm -hmm. messages went really well. And I, I, I pulled up this verse, it's 1 Peter 2, 5. It says, you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priest through the mediation of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. But to me, I was like, oh, Renee's talking about the Holy Spirit cements us together. You're talking about the tabernacling, going into the secret mm -hmm. place. And then this verse is like, we are the living stones. The mm -hmm. Holy Spirit's actually cementing, like mm -hmm. taking yeah. you, cementing you guys, cementing mm -hmm. us, cementing everyone together to become this mm -hmm. tabernacle, this temple mm -hmm. 
that can't be shaken. Mm-hmm. I, was like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, man, this verse totally like pulls together <laughs> both the yeah, it's so true the messages. But Psalm ninety one, yeah, you just went into it mm. after this. You know, on that Ephesians Ephesians two talks about that we are being fitted together for a dwelling place of God in yeah. the Spirit, and it's it is it, it's. It propels us towards the end goal of really being the church, which is a living uh, temple for God just to come and dwell with his people. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is that, that unifying agent. So when we all learn how to go in, into the secret place, now we're actually going into the place where I know how to connect to you and, and we know how to be connected through God's interpretation of what fellowship and connection looks like. Yeah. And when we do that, then God can come and yeah. dwell in our midst and the kingdom can come and his will can be done, you know? So yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. I love it. Um, you talked about, well, both of you, I think, said something around the lines of like armor of God. It's not just something we read. It's not just something we say, it's something we put on. Mm-hmm. And then, I think you said that, Renee. I think that was McCain. That was I you. I said that yeah. in this message. I think you've said I that think recently. Said it. Yeah. 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 But that Psalm 91 part too, where it's like, this is not just something we, we read over ourselves, this is something we actually mm-hmm. go into. Like, yeah. Let's actually go into the secret place yeah. where we're hidden, yeah. where we're protected, yeah. where we're safe. Yeah. Um, so I, It's got to... Go from two dimensional to three dimensional. Yeah. In the in the, you know, when you just read information on a page, it's just it's just knowledge. People heap up inf- informational knowledge, not not heart knowledge, you know. And and, but then you get into to seasons of struggle, uh, challenges, trials, and then you wonder where are the benefits of that information, but the life isn't released just on the information. The information is meant to be an open door that you step into the reality of the information. But if it just stays information, so people read Psalm 9 when they memorize it, whatever, but then they're like, why am I still shaken? The world's shaking, I still feel shaken. Why am I not protected? Why is this happening? It's uh, you haven't actually stepped into the actual experience of it, the three-dimensional nature yeah. of it, the rhema word of it. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so just trying to like open it up. Like, let's not just read about it. Let's actually encounter it. Let's step into yeah. uh, under the, his wings. Let's actually experience this and, and be elevated out of that place where the enemy can touch us and out of that place where we're shaken right along with the wor- yeah. world. No, we become the anchor that the world needs in those seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah where we are the community that the world can go. Yeah. We have no water. We're stuck yeah. at the intersection. No one's helping. Yeah. Wait, you guys can help. You guys are helping. Yeah. yeah. I just heard, I heard a story. I was talking to a pastor yesterday. And he said the hospital ran out of food because one hospital here in Austin, um, the power went out. So they quickly moved everyone to another hospital. And then that hospital ran out of food because they didn't have enough food to feed everyone. And this church worked together with a bar to, to make a whole bunch of meals, 300 and some meals. And they took them to the hospital. Wow. I was like, oh man, <laughs> the bar and the church working together. And, and, but, but the pastor said too, he said, you know what? 
I got to offer prayer to the owner of the bar. I got to minister to the owner of the bar. Yeah. We had this great conversation. Now we have a relationship and it's like we work together. But I don't know, it was that's really kingdom. awesome that's to hear. So I'm like, cool. that's so kingdom. crazy that Love the church it. got to provide food for the hospital yeah. Yeah. alongside another member of the community. Yeah. But it's it's it was just bringing them all together and giving a place for God to actually come into this other establishment where he may not totally. be hanging out with everybody all the time. Totally. Yeah, that relationship isn't going to just happen. Except yeah. for through Something when we like. when we step in to take advantage of these these moments, you know, yeah. ready to step up, then God uses that, you yeah. know, for his for his plans yeah. and purposes. What? One more question. What would you? So let's say, yeah, I know Psalm ninety one. I love it. I read it. Not experiencing it. How how do we grab the little shawl? and mm-hmm. throw it over how what's a practical thing people can do you know whether they're shaken from the storm and the pipes and the electricity or or covid or all the stuff that's happened forever and ever yeah it seems like what what can we practically do to not just know the scripture but actually experience it yeah you know i believe that we that we get to experience in the kingdom what we expect to experience in the kingdom meaning we we don't get to rewrite the parameters the bible sets the parameters the holy spirit sets the parameters but how much expectation do we have for what's present and i you know i tell people all the time for most of us it's not that we need to know more it's that we need to expect more from what we already know and we've just gotten into uh, and i'm speaking generalities the western church we've gotten into this place of just two-dimensional information and you people can know it so even the message of like hey this this isn't just supposed to be informational this is supposed to be invitational mm-hmm. and just hoping that it's waking people's expectation of oh i'm actually meant to physically and spiritually step under his wings i'm supposed to feel his wings i'm supposed to feel that sense of presence and that security i'm supposed to be lost in that place of his presence where i'm actually experiencing the benefits of his nature just because all the the information doesn't change people have been reading psalms 91s forever it's it's just trying to wake people's uh expectation up to the reality of the invitation oh i'm actually supposed to be experiencing this yeah that in itself changes everything the information's yeah. already all, there, all you know. Right it's there. just, it's just we gotta step into it. Yeah, yeah. The doors open, wide open. I love like when I'm reading the scriptures in those kind of psalms that I come across, where it talks about you know God covering us and being our refuge and all of that, and you know feed on His faithfulness. I like to like meditate on just like one line of that at a time and sit with the Lord in my quiet time. I mean, I'm just a real practical person, and I'm just like what do I have to do? Give me three steps. And you know, you can run into trouble when you get that practical and give people too many steps because you got to, you know, you've got to have this relationship, this personal relationship with the Lord. But just one of the practical ways is just to meditate on that. And like the power of our imagination Mm -hmm. is so powerful. And I think as believers, we've almost been taught that our imagination is like a 
the, the playground for the enemy, right? Yeah. But actually, if we have sanctified minds and the minds of Christ, our imagination has so much yeah. power to it. And so I love to sit there and I just think, what does that look like? Like, what does it look like for the wings of God to cover me? Mm-hmm. And I sit in that place and I, I allow myself to feel the emotions and and the feelings and I sometimes I'll get tingles in my hands sometimes I just have this overwhelming peace that rests on me but I just sit there and I I literally imagine the wings of God covering me and and I just I sit with that and and then during my day I that's the one part of that scripture and I'm just like and I confess it and I pray it. I'm like, God, let your wings cover me today. Or God, I want to feel your yeah. wings covering me. And it's just such a small portion of that scripture. But if you if you begin to allow your senses and your imagination to interact with scripture, yeah. that's where it feels yes. like it's yours and it's yes. powerful. And you get through your day and you're like, whoa, I had so much more peace today than I had yesterday. Mm, Um, And your day could have been way more crazy, but the fact that you just took that time to continually bring back to memory this image of his wings covering you. And like, I think for me, like I'm such an imaginative person. And so that's how it becomes real to me. Like that's how I let the scriptures sink in and become three dimensional to me is I imagine it, I meditate on it and I pray on it. And I do my best to declare it. And I don't do that well every day. But, you know, when I'm like purposefully trying to really make the word become alive inside of me and not just that information that I'm reading, yeah. Yeah. you know, every day is helpful for me. I, I mean, this is one of the things I teach people most, especially with kids. Um, in the Greek language, one of the words for heart is the same word for imagination. And so a lot of times we're, we're talking about like, this is not just something to read and remember and memorize in your head. This is something to experience with your heart. And so if those words are the same, imagination and heart, then to access in our hearts, not just in our minds, to access those scriptures, to step into those scriptures, the imagination is the, I call it the, Gateway. I call yeah. it the root system of of the spirit realm where it's Mm -hmm. like if I want to grow fruit I need to use my imagination to pull those pull the nutrients from the scripture in so then it grows out of my life yeah and it's like how do I get this out of my head and into my heart oh the imagination is the is the same word absolutely for heart and you could feel the like even as we were talking about it you could feel the presence I was getting chills and I'm like whoa like so the more we do it the more we're aware of how God is manifesting in our midst and and we can feel him and experience him practically on that uh, I love to just invite Holy Spirit to come and read the word with me yeah when I open the word Holy Holy Spirit Spirit. come and read it it's it's like to to read a story but then to have the story read to you by the author there's always more life when the author reads it and so you have the author yeah. So don't just read it on your own. Invite the author, like, come, read this with me, read it to me, breathe through it as we read it together. Yeah. You get so much more life, and you, you begin to step into the experience of it. And the other thing I would say in the experiencing of it, if, you're, if you 
watch the, 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 the uh, service or go back and watch it at the very end we go back into worship and it just it's getting thick <laughs> I mean God his wings are coming yeah, over so us good. at the end and then we kind of get to the end and then we close the service and we shut off the camera, but like this holy hovering of God was happening and the worship team was just stuck, like nobody wow. moved. And then the team just went back into worship and I wish we hadn't cut the camera oh, off because we went into the thickest 20 yeah. minutes of worship after that. But you could go back, if you watch up to then, you could feel it coming. Go into that place and when it cuts off. But I literally, yeah. I'm, on, I'm on my knees and I literally, I feel the feathers i wow. feel the pinions wow. of god start to brush over me in the spirit i end up on my face and i'm literally experiencing the wings of god wow. in the it was it was so powerful but it's not it's not just information we we serve and worship and are connected to a living god yeah so we might as well experience the yeah. life that he's paid a great price for that he's made available that's what he desires for us yeah it's we just need to say yes to what he's already provided what he already desires oh <laughs> man if you think about it that's what the bible is like, yes like he who dwells in the secret place of the most like david's writing something he had experienced yes. he's not writing like some Something he, someone else like, told yeah, him. And, it, and, he's, and Paul, it's like, he has blessed you with every spiritual blessing. How do you know? Because you've experienced the blessing of every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And now you're writing about what you've experienced. And now we take those words yeah. from your experience to, to enter into an experience for ourselves. Yeah. And tap into yeah. what yeah. you um what you've released for us. Yes. Like the <laughs> yes. the doorway of the Bible. Oh, I like man. to think of the Bible like sourdough bread. <laughs> I know, just track with me for yeah, a second. Because it's either just like bread or it's sourdough bread. And the big difference is, is that there's an element in sourdough bread that's been the fermented, culture. but it's alive. And there's a culture inside of this sourdough bread that once it digests wow. into you, it goes to work fighting all of the bad bacteria, depositing yeah. good probiotics yeah. and and feeding your system. And so you can either have, you know, white bread that you digest and it turns into sugar and you get a little bit happy for a minute and then it passes yeah. through your system. Or you can yeah, have this sourdough that chubby. comes in you and it's alive and it's exporting all these nutrients mm. to your body and it's feeding you in a way that's sustainable and not just for that moment, you know. Mm. Sourdough, go sourdough, sourdough Bible. Sourdough. <laughs> I know. I think <laughs> I'm really getting into like my fermented foods. <laughs> so good. I like. I'm getting hungry. George Banoff, who we all love, he mm. he talks about yogurt that way. Where yogurt, when you when you make it, you actually have to take the culture of a previous yogurt and put it in it. and then that culturizes the new yogurt but the flavors and the nutrients come from and one original sure. yogurt that that, that has been culture that, that culturized and has been passed 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 so like we make yogurt at home like we have the milk from the cow and lauren like always keeps a little bit of yogurt 
and you take a little bit out, put it in, yeah. and that culturizes everything. But it's like, oh, I'm taking, I'm taking a culture, a sourdough culture, a yogurt culture from Paul, from David, yeah. and I'm taking it and I'm working it into my loaf. It's yes. the leaven of the kingdom. The yeah. kingdom's leaven. Yeah. I'm taking that culture. I'm working it in, and it's taking over every <clears throat> single thing till my whole life mm -hmm. becomes an experience like they have. Yeah. That reminds me. The, so good. When Georgie and Banoff was here last. And uh, he wasn't even scheduled oh, to speak. He yeah. just popped in. I was like, hey, I'm here to, like, to hang out. Hang out. We're like, awesome. Good. And the, and uh, he ended up taking the offering for us. It was like best offering best message offering ever. Message. But it, during the offering message, the, uh, the manifestation of fresh baked bread, the aroma of fresh baked bread, like, showed up it. in the wow. church in the and room. dozens of people like, could smell it. Like out in the lobby, people wow. were smelling it. And so... You're talking about sourdough and the culture, and you're talking about Jordan. Jordan. I'm like, oh, oh wow, yes. taking yes. back that's to that experience. moment. It's an experience. It's an experience. We're not just yeah. talking about sourdough. We're smelling sourdough in the whole. I'm building. getting hungry. <laughs> like I'm starting to crave it. Yep. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. One more verse I I looked up that I feel like wraps this up nicely is also from David. It's Psalm 16:8. He says, "I keep my eyes always on the Lord." With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. But I think it wraps up nicely. Like, I, I keep my eyes, my heart, my imagination, my focus always on the Lord. He's, he's right here. I yeah. can't be shaken. The stuff going on out there is not going to shake me because I'm with the unshakable one. I'm experiencing the unshakable one. And, and I, I intentionally engage him with my eyes, with my, I think it's his imagination. Another version says, I have set the Lord always before me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's what David was so good mm -hmm. at, was going, I have mm -hmm. this intimate connection with God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it so I'm not shaken. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it so I'm under his, his feathers, his pinions. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I write from, is that, mm -hmm. yeah. that place with God. So beautiful. Yeah, that's, I love it. It's, uh, it's in, it's, in David actually in Psalms 91 that's in there too uh, it's um, it, I place the, the language as I, I place the Lord before me or I set him before me which it's like and it, it's it's the imagination that you're talking about which you know is how you access that in your heart no, it's not just the information but he says I place the Lord before me which is how he then is able to step in under the wings and yeah. then all the the benefits and the blessing and the protection flows from that pace. It's it's that conscientious, like start with ex the expectancy like and the awareness. This is available to actually step into. Yeah. Now let's become aware of that and and step in. Yeah. I love that. Powerful. All the stuff we read is an invitation to step into an experience. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah. And there's some good practical stuff yes. of how, <laughs> but not too practical. <laughs> but man, what a good conversation. Come on. Let's get in the feathers. We're going to go have Let's some stay sourdough in the feathers. Now. Yeah. Go eat sourdough. And yogurt. Lodge in the feathers. Sounds of the good Lord. to me. <laughs> and yogurt. Ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. Sourdough. And, and a good day with God. Well, we love all of you. Thank you for joining us for Revival Recap. This week, we're back to normal at church. Yes. 
Eddie is supposed to speak. Well, something just fell out of the ceiling. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it a feather? Is the Lord? No, it's from... It's starting to rain in the building. Here we go. <laughs> Back to normal. Back to normal. <laughs> it starts <Yes>. raining. <laughs> yes. So we come and join us live in person, or you can join us on YouTube, Facebook, stuff like that. But BethelATX.com as well. We love you all. Bless you all. Have a wonderful week. Covered lodged in the lord's presence mm. the lord's secret place come on so anything else you want to say before we go yep we That's love it. you and we uh we're just praying for you and that you would be unshakable that we would that we would be the community that, and the church would really rise up in this season like never before and and be the light yeah. Yeah. and then step in it, the last week was an amazing example of the church being the church but let's continue on uh, that momentum and uh, and be the light that the that that our city and the world really needs to see more than ever right now. Mm-hmm.